What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. We are joined here today with a very interesting guest from the mortgage side of the real estate business. But what we're going to be talking about today is his unique approach to building realtor relationships, his unique approach to better serving agents. And this is going to be a very, very interesting interview. So if you are a real estate broker, listen to what he's doing. The concepts apply to you. If you're a title company, another mortgage broker, they're trying to figure out how to compete like guys like this, he's going to he's going to give you his game plan. Just literally steal it. Is that okay with you, Jeff? Absolutely. <laughs> right, so without further ado, I want to introduce our guest, Mr. Jeff Fitzger from the St. Louis market. Jeff, please go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners and... Um, Let's go from there. I'm excited about well, this one. Well, let me correct you by saying my last name is pronounced Fitzer, Jeff Fitzer, and that's spelled P as in Paul, F as in Frank, I-T-Z-E-R. I, I call it a, Fitz, Fitzer. All right. You, I, you know, you I, butcher, I butcher yeah, everybody's yeah. name on this show. I don't ask you before. I probably should start doing that, but that just shows you guys how raw this is, right? We don't practice this stuff. Let's go. All right. Sorry. No worries. So I'm a regional <laughs> manager with uh, Supreme Lending. We're based out of St. Louis, Missouri here. Uh, we pretty much uh, work the uh, Midwest region of the country. And, uh, you know, obviously our job is to like everybody else's job in the mortgage industry is uh, is do as many loans as possible. And, and our strategy is doing it via relationships. I love it. I love it. So let's get right on into um, this relationship-based approach. And let's just go ahead and ask the obvious question. As a branch manager uh, in your region there, what is the percentage of business that comes into your company from the uh, from realtor referrals as opposed to like getting the direct business, meaning you acquired the customer one of your LOs have? We are usually between 80 and 90% realtor driven purchase business. Okay. So is it safe to say that your focus is on realtors? That is very safe to say. Okay. So now, what do you see right now in the mortgage space in terms of like you're taking on a different approach we're going to go ahead and get through that we we'll talk about your videos and all this stuff lately but how do you position yourself um in terms of uh in terms of a, a mortgage company or a loan company in your market like what is your positioning to the realtor marketplace like is it like hey let me go give you a let's go do a coffee meeting let's go talk about these rate sheets let me go tell you about how i'm just like every single other person in the St. Louis area, or what is the difference here? What's the approach towards this relationship-based approach? It's a great question. So, and exactly what you said, we try to train around. So, uh, the mortgage industry, the real estate industry, no offense to anybody in it, is very geriatric and it's very old school, and people seem to be very slow to adopt new ways. And that's what we focus on with our group, which is uh, focusing on differentiating yourself from the competition, which is not just asking for coffee or bringing a rate sheet or bringing a marketing piece or talking about my mortgage programs. We all have that stuff, different varieties of it. But for the most part, it's very similar. If one company was head over heels better in interest rate than the next one, we'd all be working at that mortgage company. So um, we found our own way to, to, to basically market who we are, uh, which we built it, built it around service and speed. 
Um, and obviously that leads into culture as well. But that's kind of our, that's our game plan is a big differentiation and how can we be different than our other competition when I go speak to realtors. So what do you see as the biggest problem? I have my opinion on this. What do you see as the biggest problem in the real estate industry from the agent's perspective today? What is, what are their brokers for lack of better term, just not doing for them? Right. Shoot. Well, I mean, first of all, backing up to the first part of that question, I think a lot of realtors are realtors because it allows them the flexibility uh, to do what they want when they want, which is the problem with most realtors. They sure. just don't want to work very hard. And obviously, the 80-20 rule, you and I talk about that, uh, the best of the best, they get it, and they're going to do the same thing I'm doing in my business to differentiate themselves and separate themselves and constantly gain knowledge and learn and not just follow the leader, but to try to get ahead and do things differently. You bring, um, up, you bring up a good point. I was on the Facebook um, last night, one of the real estate groups, and um, this one guy made a really good post. It was a long-winded post, but his point was right on. And um, the topic of the conversation was about Zillow, right, in a broker's community. These are just real estate broker owners. And they're talking about, you know, some people are like, Zillow's where I get 80% of my business. And then other people are like, dude, if you rely on Zillow for all your business, you're not running a business. You're a salesperson and Zillow's your boss. So a lot of people are looking at that. And you bring up a good point. We're talking about running a business versus just being a salesperson. And I guess if you're listening to this, um, that's a question you have to ask yourself. It's like, where does the majority of your business come from? Are you beholden to a third party lead generation company or are you beholden to a team are you beholden to a brokerage that you have to rely on for your business or are you going to grab the bull by the horns and actually start your own shit are you going to start your own business and you know focus on building that because here's the point of this guy's post which is genius um he said anyone if you did 300 transactions a year and let's just say you do $100 million in volume as a real estate agent. And if 80% of that business is coming from Zillow, what can you sell that business? Right? Can you actually, is that a brand you can actually sell? And the answer is no, because you could literally, Zillow can change their algorithm or change their lead service tomorrow and you are F-U-C-K-E-D, right? You could just be stuck in that situation. And... Um, the difference is, is like somebody who builds their own brand um, literally gets their own business. They don't have to rely on third-party companies. Sure, maybe a certain percentage of it comes from this platform. Maybe a certain percentage comes from that platform. But um, the vast majority of it is something they control. They're running their own media. They're running their own website and all that. And from what I've seen you're doing, that's really the approach you're taking on with your realtors. Am I wrong to say that? Yeah, 100%. I mean, you're right. And, and, I'm, and I'm not here to tell anybody that does Zillow or does any traditional sure. model it doesn't work because it does work for some. Right. Uh, the problem is that the vast majority of people just want to follow because they're not taking the time to actually educate themselves and learn like what we are learning while, while working with you um, on different strategies of, of being different and then having the wherewithal and the discipline to stick with it, which is you know, I, I mention this a lot, and, and I, I use Gary Vaynerchuk as, as one of my examples of, of somebody who I follow and listen to because what he has done, although some people might say he's annoying, you know, he built his business from, from one view uh, on, on social media to where he is now, and he's a mogul. And, and he did, I bet he couldn't have. If you asked him 10 years ago, would he have a media company? Would he be doing what he's doing? Absolutely not. He was a wine company. 
Right. And uh, it's the same, it's the exact same thing with real estate agents. It's very frustrating for me uh, because I see it with loan officers and with real estate agents is they just don't think outside the box. And the ones who do are going to take their game to a whole different level. Here's actually, before this call, folks, we were talking about um, this concept, right? We're talking about building your own brand, right? As an independent loan officer or realtor. And really what we're talking about, the strategies are identical, right? Like the same stuff that we have our real estate agents using in our platform attractor, the same stuff that a loan officer would use to market, to build their own brand and their own network and their own business within the platform. What doesn't change is the, is the fundamental concept of like, Hey, if you're going to build a brand that people know, like, and trust, you must first start by building an audience and building a group of people with whom are going to actually pay attention to what you have to say. And if that's the route, you know, we're going, I, I love that's what you guys are doing in, in St. Louis. So in St. Louis, Jeff's taken on more of like, I don't know, call it a coaching role. Like you're helping realtors with their lead jet. You're not talking about, you're not buying their Zillow zip codes. You're not paying for leads. That's not how you build a business. You're actually helping them like, hey, have you ever thought about doing this? Or hey, have you ever thought about doing this? You're helping them with direction, coaching, leadership, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So. And, and to correct you, we do do some Zillow stuff uh, sure. because it's necessary evil. But we're trying to get more and more away from that by giving them content, by teaching them. So I'm trying to use myself as the platform to say, all right, I'm going to put myself out there. I'm going to create some videos. I'm going to create some green screen stuff. I'm going to make it fun. I'm going to make it informational. I'm going to make it inspirational. Um, but I'm not going to do what everybody else is doing because there are some companies in, in my town, in my market that are doing, that have really cool studios and this state-of-the-art equipment, and and they're doing a mortgage show. Right. Because who gives a rat's ass about a mortgage show? They wanna see something goofy. They wanna see, if you wanna brand yourself, if you want people to remember you, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Do a video where you're dancing and looking like an idiot because you're gonna get more views, more likes, more comments, uh, more response, and whether it's good or bad, that's what I tell my people all the time. 75% is gonna be positive. And there's going to be that 25% of the haters out there who are in their offices talking smack and saying, man, what a douchebag this guy is. Sure. And I say, good, yeah. bring it. As long as they're talking about me, that's good. That's what if, I want. If nobody's talking about you, folks, like if you're doing marketing and no one's talking about, you're not doing the right type of marketing. If you don't, if, if you don't create haters out of your marketing, you're not being effective at it is my personal, personal rule. It's just natural. It's just going to come with the turf. So let's get into this video thing. So, so everyone's probably thinking, well, Jeff, what type of? You know, what are you exactly helping your agents with? So let's start breaking down if, that, if that's okay with you. So you're working with a close friend of mine. Um, he's a video editor inside of our platform, and uh, his name's Justin. And he's really good at green screen video. But you took this to another level, right? You saw the opportunity in helping not only build your own brand, but in sharing um, how to make sort of, they're not off the wall, but different types of videos for your realtor partners. Right. And for um, your lenders and your LOs and everybody in above, just basically how to build a brand off video. And I want you to you just started implementing this video strategy. What? How long ago? Uh, 30, 60 days ago. OK, so 30 or 60 days ago is when you actually took it into social. Uh, you spent about, what, 30, 60 days setting it all up, getting everything accustomed, getting these videos. And I want to I want you to share your experience um, with our listeners about. You created several videos. You started dripping them out on your social media organically. 
one week at a time. And this is the first time you've ever done this. This is like, you know, you haven't ever really, would you say, put yourself out there like this before? Uh, well, I started by doing Facebook Lives about a year ago, but wasn't consistent with it. Couldn't figure out exactly what the message should be. So I would say it took about a year of evolution to figure this out. Um, it was meeting with you. It was meeting with Justin Barr um, and understanding and, and just kind of, again, it's, it's the outside the box thinking it's not being afraid. And then it's also studying my competition and studying what realtors are doing and studying uh, what, what the other, uh, my industry colleagues are doing. So I can say, okay, what they're doing here, take that off the list. I want to do something completely off the wall uh, to be different and to be remembered. And one thing I will say is, is so we rolled this out. We bought a green screen six, eight months ago. And, and admittedly, we've had just a handful of agents come through. Now, I've had a ton of agents reach out and say, I want to do that. But when it comes down to it, they haven't. They don't follow through. People are afraid of video. They're afraid of getting in front of the screen. They don't know what to say. Uh, so I decided 30, 60 days ago, you know what? I got to create my own campaign. I got to create something to show them what they're capable of. And that was through Justin Barr, who is insanely creative. It's not just his video editing ability. There's a lot of those guys out there. What Justin brings to the table is is his creativity. He's, he's almost like an actor mentality. He pulled me out, and now he's taught me how to pull others out. And as I get people to come outside their box, uh, I'm going to get people, uh, real estate agents and loan officers both, uh, to do some unique and creative things uh, to separate themselves, to differentiate themselves, just to put themselves out there so they can be remembered. And you're leading by example. Yes. Right? Exactly. And you're exactly right. I remember when we started doing a lot of videos, especially <coughs> on the green screen. Here's why green screen works, all right, folks? There's two types of videos you can do. One's a talking head and one's actually one that's produced. All right. Five years ago, the talking head videos, like that's just you of, you know, filming a video of yourself, maybe on your iPhone in front of a tripod. That used to work five years ago, but remember, five years ago was there was Facebook combulated with a tons a ton of videos every other second, right? It was rare for a video just to be done at that time. Agree? Remember that? Yeah. Now, if you go on your Facebook feed, or you go on Instagram, or you go on anything, it's all videos. So, even though video is you know video is a communication strategy to get your message out there. So think about this: if what video is going to have a longer lasting impact, one that's produced or one that's just a talking head video? Which one's gonna actually stop and get people to be like, holy crap, what's this guy saying? Well, that's pretty cool, or just take notice. And the way video works is that you stand out when you do what everyone else is not, right? It's like what uh, Warren Buffett said, when you zig, I zag, and when you zag, I zig, blah, 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 you, you do the other. And it's about differentiating yourself because really what we're fighting against and what video can be used for is to Dig yourself out from the clutter of boring realtor-based content and or ads. Do you agree with that? Totally. And, and I'll give you an example is, is Facebook Live, which got really hot and I would say has really died off. Um, and I think the reason for it is is because let's use real estate as the example. Every real estate agent, the ones who adopted it, kudos to them. Bravo. Good job. However, they all did the same thing. They stood in front of their property and they said, here I am at 123 Main Street and let me go walk you through it. Well, before too long, everybody's feeds are filled with these. Why am I going to watch it? I've already seen it, 10 million of them. I'm not buying a house. I'm not even interested in watching these videos anymore because they just follow the leader. And they're not thinking about how to do something, at least in the beginning of the video, to make it stand out, to make people say, holy crap, I'm going to stick with this and I want to watch this video. So you're exactly right. 
Um, you guys have to. All right, so let's talk just about social. You know, only eighty percent of eighty percent of the videos viewed on Facebook have no sound attached to it, right? And the concept, if folks, you have to think about this. Like, the concept is very simple. It's like, if people aren't listening to what you're saying, all they're seeing is a talking head like this, and it's not really, you know, it's just your mouth moving, and you're getting passed on by, but. When you're doing something that is just different, people stop and take notice of it. And just think about the, the, the experience on it. Now, the second half of this is, what do you say? Right? That's the biggest question. Maybe you just you saw this at first, too. The first time you did a video, you're probably like, oh, my God, you're like a deer caught in headlights. You don't know what the hell to talk about. And <clears throat> this is the truth, folks. Video, it works like this. And it's all about how communication is perceived. Communication is perceived through um, various different ways, but mainly through body language, your tone and what you actually say, the content of your message, right? Now, 60 and the body language and tone accounts for roughly 90% of what the effective, effectively communicating to someone. So the way I'm talking to you, Jeff, is a lot more important than what I'm actually saying, Jeff. You know what I mean? It's how I'm talking to you that's expressing those opinions. Now, the other part is the body language. If, if you can see this in video format, I'm, I'm waving my hands around. I'm like, woohoo! I, I can't do that. So you get what I'm trying to say just through tone and body language, which is why video is so effective. But here's the, interest, here's the interesting stat is that only 10% folks of people are going to remember what the hell you're saying. Now, that means that it doesn't matter what you say. It matters on how you say it. Do you remember what grandma told you when you were about 10 years old, Jeff? Uh, remind me. It's not what you say, it's how you say it, sweetie. Remember, all of our grandmas told us that. When we would raise our tone to our mother or to an elderly person when we grew up as kids, at least how I grew up, they're like, don't talk to me that way, right? Mm -hmm. I say to my daughter all the time, she whines. I'm like, quit whining, just ask. And that whine is what gets that annoyance, you know, quit whining because of the way she's saying it. If she asked me that question in a nice way, she would get a different reaction out of me, right? So Absolutely. take that take that into consideration about when you're actually filming these videos and Jeff brought up another good point people do not want to hear content about real estate mortgages and all of the above when they're not actually in the market to buy a house so how the hell do you market your brand otherwise and the whole point is don't talk about real estate now people are gonna think we're crazy they're like, holy crap, how can you create a marketing piece and you're not even talking about real estate? Folks, we're creating media, we're creating content, we're creating entertaining things. The facts are this, 60% of the people you know, at least in the real estate business, use someone they know, meaning that comes in the form of a referral or a repeat client or a family member or a friend, a past classmate or something. People generally in this space will use the people they know, like, and trust because it's a big freaking decision, right? Like if I'm gonna get a mortgage, I want to make sure the guy I'm getting my mortgage from, I trust. I will work more likely. Most people will work, don't care about the, the savings or like Redfin has this whole freaking save 1%. The smart people out there don't care about saving 1%. They're more concerned about making the wisest financial decision of their lifetime, right? What's 1% on $300 a month? Save $3,000? Screw that. I'd rather underpay by $25,000, right? Absolutely. So, if that's the case, and we're talking about market, it's the same thing for a loan officer, same thing for a title rep, same thing for an escrow officer, same thing for a real estate officer. When you're marketing your brand, you're building your brand simply by just reminding people what you do for a living. We like to call it storytelling, right? I, I agree, and you know, you brought up a good point though, is, is <laughs> not talking about your business. So 
and what I tell people all the time is find something that you're passionate about because it's easy to talk about. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're a runner, it's easy to talk about running. If you're into food, it's easy to talk about food. If whatever it is, is your hobbies are, make that the primary point of content. Always give yourself a plug, but nobody wants to hear about what the market is doing or what the feds are doing with rates. That's not interesting to 99% of the world. It doesn't create referrals, correct. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you, you brought in a really, really good point. Now, earlier before we got on this call, we had a call earlier and we were talking about logo designs, right? So folks, this is how simple it is. The visual representation of your brand will reinforce what you do every single time and there's no better form of marketing than that. So in Jeff's videos, he has his Supreme Lending brand at the bottom. Now, I don't, I may have never heard of Supreme Lending, right, before. I know it because of you, but other than that, I didn't really know Supreme Lending. Now, I could put two and two together and figure out that you're in the mortgage business just by your logo, right? So right. you don't have to tell me what it is you do. As a matter of fact, as a consumer viewing your videos, the only thing it's really doing, at least in my eyes, is it's building your authority and expertise. Why? Because you're on camera speaking confidently and having fun. And that is subliminally building trust in my view of you. Totally agree. And, and you know what? You put the content out, but you, you know, if you, if you put out 10 posts, one out of 10 of them is actually content driven to what your industry is because you still have to remind them of what you do and you still have to be the expert. But the truth is, like you said, people do business with people they like. And so you have to then perceive yourself and put yourself out there as someone that they want to like and want to do business with, not, yes. not a robot talking about boring stuff. Right on the freaking money, dude. I love it. Um, so I, I think I just want to keep the rest of this show on video because we're going over some very powerful things with video. And you're helping agents in your market um, with this. And it's just like the overall strategy of video is very basic from the beginning. If you keep reminding people what the hell you do for a living, um, they naturally, over time, in their minds, you know, if I keep telling my br people, I'm in real estate, I'm in real estate, I'm in real estate, what happens is that over time, it's name brand recognition, right? So they, so my audience, my database starts to associate Mike Cuevas, my name, with the term real estate. And that is the number one goal of building a brand and marketing yourself with video like this. Um, Dan Kennedy once said famously, if, if, if you guys don't know who Dan Kennedy is, he's one of the most famous um, direct response marketers, uh, in, especially in the direct mail industry, but of all time, and he's, he's, he's right on. He said, you have to tell someone what you do for a living seven times before they remember what it is. And let's put this into a different context. Like for me, I just moved to San Diego. I'm horrible with names. I can't tell you how many times I've met the same people in the office, but I still don't know their name because I've only met them around three or four times. Now, after I see them, you know, another five, six, seven times, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, Meredith or, or whoever their name is. It's only because they have to tell me what their name is X amount of time. So I want you to think about that in your real estate business or your loan business or your any business and just do people really know what the hell I do for a living? Do they when really you, think of my brand when they think of the term real estate or mortgage or anything like that? Go ahead, Jeff. You bring up a good point though, too. And you say the, 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 the seven, the number seven. And I think that's actually going to become more and more difficult as time goes on Correct. Uh, because, because of the world we now live in and, and going back to saying you need to adopt this stuff because this is where it's going. So whether, unless you're right at the end of the game and you're about ready to retire, this is, this is a long game and it's all going social and there is content overload in this world anymore. So 
for our kids, for example, for them to remember a name, even after seven, is probably not going to do it anymore. It's not going to cut it. It's sure. not the billboard theory anymore. Right. Uh, it, it's, it really is more about standing out and consistency and remembering, again, that it is the long game. So many people in our business make the biggest mistake of investing in these various things. They don't see a return within two, three, four, six months, and they give up on it, usually a lot less than that. Yep. Uh, but you've got to stick it out, and you've got to realize, you've got to invest in it and realize that, hey, this is going to take maybe a year, two years, three years to build this up. Uh, but if I stick with it, I'm going to be one of the few that actually does, and and I'm going to stand out. And in our business, like this year, for example, in the mortgage business, the industry's down. And and so it's, I, I like I keep telling my people, it's more important this year to work that much harder to, to brand yourself because when we come out of this, when, when inventory picks up, when people start buying homes again, when there's more business to be had, you're going to be positioned to dominate it versus those of you who sit back and react when it happens. Because when it happens, they're going to be catching up to us yeah. and they're not going to be able to catch up to us. They're either going to have to join us or they're just going to have to do what everybody's done for so many years. And that's why we are positioning ourselves. And it's it's not just a mortgage strategy. It's a business strategy. It is. And Real estate agents need to follow the exact same suit. I love it. Um, all right, so let's put this into perspective because we pointed out the goal. If you guys did not get the most out of that conversation, the point was is that video keeps your brand on top of mind more than any other channel, right? I mean, direct mail, video, that's why we use video email. And in social media, video application just makes it a much lesser effect. If you, want, if you don't believe me, use your own smell test. Which image did you remember the most on the last Facebook post you saw? Was it the video or the text one? And answer your own question. Now the question is: Is why are we? Um, why is it so important to be? Why is it so important to be remembered? And why is it so important to start creating your own brand and with your own audience, meaning the people you know in life, and creating a way where they could have a name brand recognition to associate your name with real estate or your name with loan officer or your name with title, whatever it is. And this is why. In real estate. Over 60% of the business is going to come from the form of referral or repeat client, meaning that the vast majority of business, <clears throat> it's actually even 68% when you add in professional referrals and whatnot, but let's just say 60 to 70% of business is going to come from the people you know. So as a business owner, what we're saying here is that it is more important to start and market your business in in front of the audience, keep your message, keep your content in front of the audience that's responsible for 60 to 70% of your business. Now, what happens in real estate, tell me if you agree, whether it's on the loan officer end or the realtor end, is that realtors, they start chasing leads before building a brand and maintaining and developing relationships. And what happens is, is like, that's like putting, it's totally backwards as a business owner. And can you imagine me, this would be me creating a restaurant, me opening up a restaurant and not putting what kind of food I sell in the front, in the, in the sign in the front. It just says food, right? How many customers would I get? Is it Chinese food? Is it hot dogs? Is it sushi? Is it tacos? What kind of food is it, Mike? I would never zero in on my, on my, on my audience the right way. I would never zero in on my demographic. So not putting, chasing leads before you actually build the infrastructure of what we're talking about here is like, I, in my opinion, is you're becoming a transactional broker. And that's the definition of a salesperson, right? Yep. The opposite yep. comes through. And then let me give you an example. So this is in real application. People will use it's the stat was like a few years ago, but 60 to 70 percent of consumers use the first person they come into contact with, more or less, right? In in the real estate space, at least on the more on the real estate side. Now the question is, is like, how do you become the first person to be in contact with? 
So if 60 to 70% of business is referral-based, that's typically why that stat correlates so much, if that makes sense. Now, let's take this into a different um, lead generation strategy, and let's just use direct mail farming. How long have you um, saw agents direct mail farming neighborhoods since you've been in the business? Forever, and they're still doing it. Absolutely, and it's because it still works. But I pulled, I asked our direct mail um, guy inside of the tractor and I asked him to give me these stats and I said, how many listings would I expect off if I'm a brand new agent starting a brand new 500 farm um, neighborhood mailing? So in year one, he said with 500 doors, you can expect about one to two listings. Year two was like four to seven and then year three is like seven to 10 and then it just grows and grows and grows. So if you can see what we're talking about, folks, is the exact same thing. If direct mail farming a bunch of strangers works, how the hell would it not work to direct mail farm your relationships or to farm your relationships? And that's really what we're talking about because you're talking about literally spamming people through direct mail that slowly end up realizing a name brand recognition of your brand. That's how you get those calls. Absolutely. And you bring, you bring up another good point though. When you say when they're direct farming and, 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 Living in a subdivision, I've lived in a subdivision for 20 years, I get certain agents who farm my neighborhood. But I don't know them. I just see their picture on their postcard, and I just throw them away. Uh, but imagine if I came across them on social media, and I saw a video, and now I can relate and put a, a personality to a marketing piece. Guess which marketing piece of those three or four or five marketing pieces? Because we all know it. Every real estate agent, there's multiple agents farming multiple neighborhoods which one is going to stand out yep. and that's where it's, it's compl everything is complementing each other Correct. but understanding the importance of this uh, because you can't stand out with an email with a text with with the with the direct mail farming you can stand out via video way more than you can anything else we've ever been able to in our the history of mankind you hit it right on the dot it complements all of your other efforts and uh, <clears throat> video to me is probably by far the number one brand building strategy or brand building communication channel but it's not necessarily, I would say, a marketing strategy unless you're optimizing your videos, and that gets into a whole other can of worms. We'll just talk about the concept here before we confuse our audience. Um, so, the uh, the entire thing back to video is that, you know, how do you get your video seen, right? So, doing a video, a video is just a communication strategy. But that's why we use video email. The videos we create, we send out through video email because it just has a way higher open rate. The videos we see we use as our communication strategy inside of social media, right? I saw the other day there's a direct mail video postcard um, that's like 12 bucks a door, but when they open the postcard, it's a video message. Like, it's so awesome, but that's something that we just saw come out. And it just think about all the different ways you stand out. And absolutely, and the reason why video works is because it allows people to determine if they can picture themselves as doing business with you, period. Um, this business, whether you want to admit it or not, is uh, people decide whether or not they like you within the first 15 to 30 seconds of meeting you. I truly believe that. And it's not whether or not they like you as much as if they can picture themselves, hey, yeah, I'll let this dude represent me, right? And that's why connection is so, is so important. Connecting video just allows you to connect. That's really it, folks. You connect a lot better. It humanizes your brand, right? It exposes your vulnerabilities and flaws. And it just shows that you're a living, breathing human being. Yeah. So let's. So you so you built this drip campaign. I think we hammered that point. <laughs> like hammered, hammered that point. 
Yep. I want to talk about the results of you just doing this, and then we'll wrap up the show. Um, so you started this video campaign. You dripped out. You, you created X amount, of, X amount of videos, and you did it over, you know, a five, seven. You've only done this. is going to be your third week, right? Yeah. So let's just go through the first two weeks, and, you, and you're going to be doing this every week. You plan on releasing a video for 52 weeks out of the year, dripping this out there and just taking over. So yep. the first video you, you shot, it was totally off the wall for you, right? It was not used to what most people probably see you as. You know, I first met you, I thought you were a straight arrow, totally professional. You're just like right all business. But it really built, brought out the human side of uh, your brand. Tell me what happened. So this was a Justin Barr idea. This was brilliant. And it's, it's the, the, the premise of the video was brand yourself. And so it's, it's to give you a less than 60-second snapshot of your personality, whatever that might be, and to pull you out a little bit. So um, if anybody who knows me knows that if you go to a wedding and I'm there and they know me, they're going to ask the DJ to play Footloose because uh, I've, I've always been one to bust out into some Footloose. And so I told Justin that, and he said, perfect, we're going to build the video around that, which I had no idea going into it. Uh, it was bring a bunch of outfits, let's do a bunch of pictures of you in different settings. Um, but it turned into something that he, first of all, I mean, he, he made me look like a rock star. And he, he can make anybody look like a rock star. But, you know, we took just one little thing. He, he asked me some questions. I said some of the, one of the things that I'm quote unquote known for, I guess. And he made the video all about it. He put Footloose as the background music. And he started the video out with me dancing, which immediately is going to catch anybody's eye. It's like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then, and then just popping all these different pictures of me in different casual attire and business attire. And uh, he had one of them uh, was me uh, dancing on a bull. And I wasn't dancing on a bull. I was in front of a green screen, but he made it look like I was dancing in front of a bull. And honestly, that, that piece of the video probably caught more reaction and got more, was more talked about than anything. And, you know, I do mortgages. This had nothing to do with that. But like you said, more people from various industries were reaching out to me saying that was freaking awesome. And so, you know, that the whole again, the whole purpose of it was, look, I'm not afraid to put myself out there and really look like an idiot. Um, and and again, you know, I, I think I got over eighteen hundred organic views. Then I boosted it and you helped me target it. And we got another twenty five hundred uh, in a, less than a week. It was a five day uh, boost. And um, so I'm over We're creating retargeting campaigns of people who consume 50 percent more of that video on the back end, folks. <clears throat> and this is how Jeff is bringing um, and the brand yourself was just like brand yourself. Not doing mortgages. But, you know, I think that you, you wanted to create that video to show realtors on how you help them with their branding. Am I wrong exactly. or right? Exactly. Exactly. Here, come here, create a video. We might do a 10 or 20 second video for you just to say, here's who I am. and Here's what I do, because you would be surprised. And I think most realtors and anybody in mortgage business can, can vouch for this. Most of your family and friends, not most, but a lot of them don't even really realize what you do because you don't do a good job of even branding yourself at family functions. Right. So put it out there. Let them know what you do and then let it evolve because it will. Uh, this whole thing is an evolution game and, and I'm kind of off subject here. But when it comes to video, one thing I like to point out to people all the time is, is video is going to evolve and there's going to be something after video or something that grows the video. Get in on this while it's still in the early phase. So many people are so afraid of putting themselves in front of the camera. It's going to take a while to evolve, which is why I'm so pumped about it because I know I'm way out ahead. Um, but the people who get in on this and get over their damn fears uh, will put themselves 
they will differentiate themselves in their market from most of their competition just by getting connecting to somebody like myself who's 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 in an, in an industry who's an affiliate who wants to help them grow their business and get with somebody who wants who will help pull you out of your shell has the equipment to be able to do it and make you look different than anybody else and I'm not going to bring you in here and I'm going to ask you how the real estate market is. I'm not going to ask you about your listing. We'll focus on that. We'll do those creative videos later. But let's focus on you and branding you. And that's what people in my position should be doing. And if they're not, well, call me. So I read a really good book. Um, it's called Entre Leadership by uh, Dave Ramsey uh, years ago. And a true the point of the book is that a true leader will bring out the unique abilities that an individual has. A true leader's job is to actually determine, find out those unique abilities and help them get out of their shells and bring those out because we're all so unique. And that's what we're talking about, folks. Very, very, very powerful stuff, Jeff. Um, for any agents who are listening to this show, and if you're in the St. Louis market, reach out to Jeff. He has this set up in his office and he'll gladly help you do this type of stuff. And if anyone else around the country is listening, feel free to reach out to Jeff too. I'm sure he'd like to be happy. You're sort of like an open book. You sort of share everything you're finding. And uh, Jeff, if you don't mind, let's go ahead and um, I want you to give everyone your name, tell them how they can reach us. Go ahead and plug your website, whatever you want to do. You're, you're, uh, here, here you go. You bet. Yeah. And I'm happy to talk to anybody and just kind of help them come with come up with ideas. The best way to contact me is my cell phone number, which is uh, area code 314-220-4945. You can text me. You can call me. Text is usually the easiest way to get a hold of me because I am in meetings a lot. Um, my email address is jeff.fitzer at supremelending.com. Uh, again, to spell my last name, it's P as in Paul, F as in Frank, I-T-Z-E-R. My website is FitzerMortgageTeam.com. Uh, so you can find me any, any which way. Uh, obviously, I think the cell phone's the best way. I'll give that one more time, 314-220-4945. If we can help you strategize, if we can help you, um, you know, differentiate yourself or, or take your game to another level, that's exactly what we want to do because, again, I want to help more people. I believe in karma. And uh, I know good things will happen the more we do this. Again, I, the end game is is to grow our real estate agents' business. If we grow their business, the ancillary benefit is going to be they're probably going to refer us. And obviously, I've got a whole other piece to our business, which is an execution game. We're not even talking about that today. Um, but that is something that I would talk to mortgage people about, too. Don't lose so much focus on branding yourself that, that when they actually give you the loan, you screw it up. So you have to have a really powerful and a strong team behind you, and we do. Um, and our strategy, I would put it up against anybody's. It's second to none. Uh, I've learned from some great people, and uh, we're going to take this and, and hopefully uh, you know, take over the world, as they say. Or, or grab the bull by the horns, as in your video would say. Just let it <laughs> literally. go. <laughs> literally. 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 All right, folks. Thank you very much for tuning into an episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You guys know where to find us. If you're a real estate agent, sign up for our next four-week workshop. It's free. I want to give you all of our training for free. Log on to the realestatemarketingdude.com website, click on agents, and read the instructions. And I want to earn your business for my platform attractor. Um, Jeff, it's been a pleasure. I appreciate you and everything you're doing in St. Louis. And we look forward to speaking again soon. And thank you for your insights. Awesome show. And I'll be in touch, buddy. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye.